welcome back to another episode of In-Depth. My name is Luke Hardacre, and I'm a surf coach at Ombi. If you're new to Ombi, we take a look at surfing from the perspective of ocean, mind, body, and equipment. In this podcast, it's all about straight-to-the-point tips, things that you can take away, implement into your surfing, or things that change the way you view your surfing. And this week, before I jump into it, it's been a hot minute since I've done a podcast. I fell sick, lost my voice, then it was Christmas, a lot of things going on, but we're back. Back to a little bit of more regularity between these. So if you're waiting for this episode, apologies for the long wait, but let's jump into it. If you've been enjoying these podcasts, leave a review, share it with a friend, it means a lot. And if you've been wanting to improve your surfing, thinking more about it, you'll always find links in the show notes below where you can find links to all of our OMBI training programs with our 12-week intermediate program and our beginner six-week training program. So this week is all about the pop-up, probably for most people, the biggest issue. And I want you to think about this. Do you struggle with your pop-up? Do you feel like when you have great technique, when you're practicing it on land, but then when you get in the water, it just goes out the window? Or do you just sometimes feel at odds with your surfing at times? You're not sure what the problem is, that sometimes it works and it clicks, and sometimes it doesn't. And there's that surf from two weeks ago where everything was perfect. And then today it's just like, what the bloody hell's going on? Well, most likely, for most surfers, you don't have a pop-up problem. You have a looking problem. So what the hell does a looking problem mean? But let me explain. Just like riding a bike, jumping, pretty much any movement, where you're looking is where you're going. And there's a previous podcast all about that. And this podcast will also reference other podcasts that you can dive back into those more detailed things. Like episode 39 is all about fitness and mobility regarding your pop-up. This is going to be squarely around technique and understanding some of the issues. But there's also going to be previous episodes about the mental side. So there's a heap on your pop-up. And this is going to be one of those final pieces to the puzzle. So how does this impact the average surfer? We've seen this time and time again, regardless of where your surfing is at and what you're struggling with in your surfing. The most common issue average surfers are making is they're looking in all the wrong places. They're falling on the pop-up. Then you're most likely looking down at the bottom of the wave. You're not lifting your chin up to create space and look where you want to go. If you're surfing flat across the mid face of the wave, You're looking across the wave when you bottom turn and not up at the lip where you want to go. If you can't complete your turns, you're not looking through the turn to where you want to turn to. If you never look at the foam, you're never going to cut back to it. So to explain how this works a little bit differently than typical surfing, if you follow along with the show notes, there is one gif of a guy body surfing. And every time he lifts his chin up, and his chin down and looks where he wants to go, it changes the line he takes on body surfing. Now, this is some seriously advanced body surfing. We're not just talking some basic stuff. But he's doing this better than what most of us can do on a surfboard. At the start of his body surfing, his chin up, looking where he wants to go. He's opening the chest, using his body, 
and that position to create lift from the wave's energy. When his chin goes down, his body weight goes down and he goes down. This is exactly what happens when you look down on the pop-up. If you're listening to this and thinking like, what the hell are you on about? Think about this and how many good surfers there are. And when you think back to watching them take off on a really easy pop-up, think about that visually before I give you some clues. Then think about all this old advice of catching waves where it's like, all you need to do is put your chin down really, really low. This kind of contradicts to what you've seen where you think of a really good example as a longboarder taking a long time to get up. They're gliding in with their chin up, looking down the wave, looking where they want to go. You look at some of the professionals, it's the same thing. You don't see them with their chin on the board. You don't see them gracefully gliding in, madly pushing their chin downwards. So why does, where does this advice come from? So instead of diving into that, I just want you to understand it. So I'm going to give you some drills and things that you can figure out wherever you are right now and feel the difference. So if you're listening to this and you don't have that space, I just want you to think about this. And then I want you to try and do it when you find that space. But this first drill, all I want you to do is just your pop-up. I don't want you to overthink about it. I don't want you to make changes. I just want you to do exactly what you think you do on the surfboard when you're out in the ocean. And I want you to think about it and how it felt, what worked, what didn't, how did you move? Was it easy? Now I want you to adjust that. I want you to go back and do it all again, the same way, but with one change. I want you to focus on keeping your head down, looking between your hands almost, or just in front of them the whole time. Now the same thing, how did it feel and what was it like? Most likely, it's going to feel horrible. It's creating space is going to be a nightmare. It probably felt un uncoordinated and you probably couldn't bring your legs up easily. What is also happening is that you're throwing your center of gravity off. You're sending the signal to say, I want to go down to the ground head first. Your center of gravity is not within your stomach. At this point, it's not balanced and it's not sending you in the direction you want to go. It will tell your board to go down and probably nosedive. And if you can't control it, that's what you're going to do. And this is what happens when you look at the bottom of the wave and go, ah, crap, this is your looking problem. And for most people, they're gonna be like, I don't do that. But when I'm coaching people, or you sit there at the beach, you see these people have this one second, maybe two seconds where they suddenly look down at their hands because they don't trust themselves. They don't trust their body to do the right thing. And they suddenly throw their weight down. If I'm standing behind you while you're looking down, there's nothing stopping me giving you a gentle push from behind, similar to how the wave will, and you're going to go head first into the ground. So let's introduce the fix. Looking up. That's the same thing again. We're going to do the drill exactly the same, except this time you need to be looking up 100% of the time. No looking down, no looking at your feet, your hands, anything else like that. I don't want you to check your hand placement. None of it. If you look down, you'll do exactly what you just learned not to do. You need to trust that your hands and feet know where they want to go and can get there. If they can't, 
You'll just need some training or you may have a physical limitation and you may need to go see a specialist to work on that. So no looking down whatsoever. You'll want to pick a spot in front of you, roughly chest level or higher, and you want to keep looking at it. This is similar to you looking down the line of the wave and seeing what's happening, reading the wave. Do your pop-up and then think about how that felt. How did you move? What felt good? It probably felt easy and space to get your body to move was easier. And this is what you want. Your board is always moving forward and is being pushed with the wave. You want to match that and stay with the momentum of the board. Keeping your head up is going to project your movement and momentum to go forward with the board, not down. Now I want you to think about your pop-up again, but I want you to think about the explosive pop-up and in what part of your everyday life or other scenarios is the explosive pop-up used and does it even seem functional? The harsh reality to this is no. And when you see people doing this explosive pop-up, they don't usually have control or balance and they often end up in poo man stance as they haven't allowed space for their body to efficiently and smoothly move into position. Think pop up to lock up, stuck in a bad stance and unable to move out of it. Here's where this gets annoying. You already know a better way to get up to your feet on a surfboard, you just haven't applied it to surfing yet. It's what we call the walk up and that's because it's so simple and we do it all the time in our everyday lives. So another drill for you to do, again, if you've got space, and all this is, it's the simplest pop-up, is you just laying down on the ground, on your stomach, and I want you to look up to a wall or an object somewhere in the area near you. And from that position, simply walk up to it and touch it or grab it. And that's it. Just to get up from the ground and walk forward head held high, your entire body coordinating forwards to the direction you want to go and always looking where you want to go. Same thing as what you've just learned, no looking down. You know how to do it, guaranteed. And I'd be shocked if you managed to stuff this up. So how does this convert to surfing? It's the same thing, back foot first, not front foot, simply because the back foot means you get up matching the direction of momentum you're going forwards. Front foot or knees means you get up forwards and then you get up, you're pushing your weight slightly backwards against the direction of momentum. It can work, but you might find it harder to balance. If you can't do the back foot first, it may be an issue of mobility, flexibility or bad technique. Look up, lift the hips and make space for your body to move. To convert this to surfing, it's the exact same movement, but it's only that first step forwards. You're not walking to the wall. You're just bringing that front foot forwards and staying there and putting yourself into your neutral stance. So do it again, but now just taking one step forward and continuing to look at the wall or object. If you look down, you'll project down with your center of gravity. If you were doing this to walk to the wall, you wouldn't do it. So don't look down during the pop-up. 
So if you're listening to this, a lot of the people will be thinking, but what about the explosive pop-up? And so many people do it and this and X, Y, Z and yada, yada, yada. And there's a problem there. A lot of people, especially more advanced surfers, more older surfers, people who've been doing it for a long time, have learned to do something in a certain way. And if they do it perfectly, or they do it in a way that doesn't hinder them, then there's no problem there. So if people ask me, Luke, what do you actually do with your pop-up? Every time I get asked this question, I actually look at that person and say, I have no idea. I can't see myself. I don't think about it. I'm not focused on my pop-up at all. I'm looking down the line thinking about what I want to do. Now I've got, you know, 15, 20 years of habits, let's just say, whether they're good or bad, and that's not impacting my surfing. So if my pop-up's not impacting me, great, not a problem, move on. And if I am doing somewhat of an explosive pop-up or someone you know or someone better, but it's not impacting how they get up into their stance, then take that. That is what it is, and it's fine for them. Let's move on. Let's not overthink these things, which again... That's a whole other podcast episode. But the pop-up does not end there. It's not about the setup. It's not about, you know, if you think about so many different podcasts now, I've covered parts of this pop-up and how you set up for it, what you're thinking about, positioning. It's, for most people, the hardest part of their surfing. It's just getting up. So there's so many different parts. And there's another part of technique that most people fail on really easy, and that is, what the hell do I do with my hands? And it's really funny as a surf coach. When you see it and you get it, it's, it's so obvious. And quite often, surfers struggling with a pop-up, they're going to have wild arms as they get up to their feet. And this is not what you want. You want purposeful movement, which again, this is another podcast. And you want to be controlled and coordinated. So as you're popping up, your arms and hands just need to lift. This isn't explosive push-ups. Your legs are the main part of your body lifting you off the ground. The arms just need to do their job. As you make that final step forwards, your arms just need to raise with you. So just think lift. They will just lift off the ground gently and you want to keep them up and in front of you. One arm forward and one arm back is just classic Poo Man stance and horrible balance. You're moving forward and you want to keep your arms in front of you to control and balance as well as looking and pointing where you want to go. So your arms will never wildly flay and come off the board where they get thrown backwards almost. And this is what you see in most average surfers struggling with their pop-ups. Their arms go wild as they get up and it throws them off balance. So if you go back to that drill of looking up and walking forwards, if you throw one of your arms backwards, your balance is going to just, it's dead. Your body doesn't know which way it's going. So go back, try those drills. You need to, the point of these drills is so that you understand fundamentally how this works. So just listening to me and nodding your head is part of the process and taking in information, but physically figuring it out and asking the questions to yourself and going, what feels better? What, what works here? That's how you start deeply learning something. So go back, bring awareness into your arms and just get them to lift off the ground gently and finish in front of you, roughly pointing to where you want to go. That's it. If you want to feel it even more, 
try it, but throw that back arm wildly backwards and see what happens to your balance. Probably just find a bit of space for that one. Don't want anyone hurting themselves, injuring themselves, anything like that. So as I just said before, there is so much to this pop-up and I'm going to try and cram as much as I can into one episode about this. So there are a final few pieces to this. The biggest one is making space for your body to move freely. So lifting the head and the chin is the first step. This will pull your chest up, which then leads to the next part, which is lifting the hips to create space. And by doing this, this allows your legs to get into that position. You can't just get off the ground by being a lizard and laying your pelvis on the ground. You don't need to go full downward dog and lift your bum high in the air, but you need to find that sweet spot where you're looking forward and you can raise your hips that won't compromise you looking forward. It's not going to bring your head down. Remember, a downward dog will want to send you down into the ground or nosedive. If there's limitations to this, and you can't get the hips up, flexibility is going to work on those hips, and it's going to be a game changer. But by raising those hips higher, the higher they are, the more easily that leg can swing in and under them. If those hips are low to the ground, you have no space. If your hips are only 10 centimeters off the ground, then you've got 10 centimeters of space. If they're 20 centimeters off the, off the ground, you've now got double the space, and that's it. So I did cover this part before, but I really want to spend a bit of time on it. And that's the back foot first, not the front foot. Don't do the knees trick. Yes, you can have some early success, but as you start building that confidence, you want to move out of that habit as quick as possible. So if you go front foot first or knees first, you're then forcing yourself to get up forwards and then you're finishing it by getting backwards and against the direction of travel. And this is just going to throw you off balance. And people often do this because they can't or don't make space by lifting the hips and looking up where they want to go. It's the same as what you did in the drill for walking forward to the wall. So if you are this person, don't feel bad. It's not about feeling bad. It's just understanding why that sometimes is a struggle for you and how being stuck in the knees position can hold you back. If that gets you early success, keep going. If that makes things fun, keep going. But at some point, you will have to train that out and get into a way that you go back foot first and not front foot. One of the other missing pieces for most people that's so undervalued is the stance you finish in and neutral stances where you want to end up in. If you don't know what neutral stance is, we've got a ton of training in our training programs. You can follow along, feel that, understand why it's better for you. But everything you do stems from that position. When you start a bottom turn, you should be in neutral stance. When you're coming out of your turns, you should be trying to get back to neutral stance. It's your starting and finishing point for so many different things to then connect the next part of your surfing. So at the end of your pop-up, this is where you want to be. And this means your knees are slightly bent, your back straight. Now, you don't need to be a ruler, but you want to have your body in alignment. You don't want to have your hips hinged. You want to have your knees slightly bent, they are your shock absorbers, your back straight with your chest and shoulders roughly pointing forward in the direction you're going. Your body should be in a rough straight line, not kind of a right angle, not kind of looking like some kind of weird corner. So with this knee 
your back knee is going to be slightly turned towards the front knee, almost as if they're kissing. This is going to drastically improve your style and allow you to balance in all directions. You're going to have balance going forwards and back, left and right. Pooman only gives you direction balance in two ways. So this you want to feel out and understand. This again is in a whole other podcast about style. The other benefit of this stance is it's going to give you the ability to see everything going on in front of you. If you think you're backhand surfing, most people have their back of their head to the wave. They can see out towards the beach or they're kind of craning their neck around. They can't see much of the wave. Doing this backside is going to open up that whole wave for you. So you don't want to end up in the pop-up with your back bent and you bent over your knees. You want to be low, compressed into the knees, and keep the back upright to main balance and control. I can't talk about the pop-up without catching a wave. These things go hand in hand. They're connected. So there's a key step most people miss when they go to catch a wave and do their pop-up. They're too eager to get up and they completely stuff it up. Too early, fall off the back of the wave, or they rush it and lose balance. As you paddle in, there's this point where you want to glide. And it's this point where you stop paddling and you're deciding in those final seconds when to start the pop-up. And it's done by initiating a cobra pose, sort of. You'll push up, arch your back, and if you feel familiar with Ombi, this is the Oreo biscuit. You kind of will have your hands flat on the deck. And if you don't have your hands flat on the deck and they're on the side of the rails, if it doesn't affect you, so be it. It's my personal preference to have hands flat because you're not gripping onto something, but don't overthink it. Don't worry about it. If it works, it works. And this is that point where you are feeling the wave's energy. In this cobra pose, leaning back, the wave's slightly pushing you and you're gliding into it. And you want to hold that position for a bit. And you can push up into cobra pose, arch the back, pushing off the arms to feel and observe the wave. If it's too much, just compose yourself. But if it's not a distraction, you want to be looking down the line and seeing what the wave is doing. And this is your steps towards learning to read the wave better. It's also your chance to make sure you don't drop in on anyone, decide to take the wave and which way you want to go. And this will help you just calm yourself, check the wave and then decide, yep, I'm ready to go. So for most advanced surfers that you see, they take this minute, unless they need to race, they have this pause, they have this moment just to see what's going on to center themselves and go, yep, I'm going to do it. Whereas a lot of learners, it's just like chaos, chaos, stress, paddling, go, 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 chaos, fall off. It looks messy and it is messy. And then people wonder why it doesn't work for them. It is something that you're going to want to try. And being in this position, it's going to give you a lot of control for setting up the pop-up. And for some people that may be, just don't even worry about the pop-up. Just try and feel that position. And if you're going to do it, you want to be as close to the pocket as you can, where you can feel that lift and energy from the wave the most, not on the shoulder. And just belly it down in. Stay in cobra pose. Feel the wave pushing you. Understand that glide and the purpose and the power behind the wave. The more you can do that without popping up, the more you're going to understand and feel that moment to better understand it. There's no pressure. There's no distractions. Just do it. Sacrifice a couple waves and then go out and give it a go. If you are a complete beginner, 
this same position of being in cobra pose, pushing up onto your hands is a really important step that's not really explained or understood because this is going to give you the balance and control. And as you're writing this in, I'd suggest stay in that position, write it all the way into shore and understand that as you put weight into each one of the hands or both of them together, how the board will respond. If you put all your weight into the right, it's going to bury that inside rail and turn to the right. Same with the left. And then if you have even pressure, the board's going to go more straight. So that is a really good exercise for people who don't have that control yet. They're on a bigger board, whatever it is, struggling to get it to balance. Just write a couple in, feel how the board responds as you're pushing up. The very final thing regarding the pop-up I want to cover is the mental side of popping up. Now, I'm not going to go into detail about this because I've covered so many podcast episodes about this. But always remember that there is so much fear and anxiety and that can ruin any attempt at your pop-up. And it's generally why most people run hot and cold. Is there something going with the conditions? Is there something going with the people that are there? Are you just having a bad day outside of the surf? Whatever it is, there are things that can implement how you behave in the surf. There are a heap of guides, and I'm just going to list off a couple here. You can go back to how to make up your pop-up more consistent. You can go back to confronting the mental side of surfing and why it's so hard. There's also the fitness and mobility episode I did about understanding the limitations of your body. Uh, how to surf bigger waves and manage fear. There's an amazing one in there, tip about roller coaster and just counting the seconds when you're held under, just to understand that fear and that it's not as big as you make it out to be. And then there's always get comfortable with falling. There's another great episode about the mental side of it. And as always, managing the expectations and your own ego. Those are two big things we all struggle with that most people aren't willing to admit they have xyz expectations and if you don't think you've got an ego you probably do so that's another really good i guess idea to follow down and just be easier on yourself so in summary this is kind of a lot to take in about the pop-up and if i guess i was trying to put it down into one sentence and it's kind of not the sentence that most people would expect is that most people make the pop-up harder on themselves. They know how to do it on land. They can do it without thinking. They can do similar movements, like just getting up off of the floor. But we start bringing in fear, anxiety, fitness issues, anything like that, and our technique goes out the window. We start worrying about X, Y, Z, rushing things. And then we look down. We decrease the space for our body to move through. So if you want to try and bring a more consistent technique look up keep the chin up just keep saying look up look up chin up whatever it is again go back to trigger words on that episode do not let your chin drop trust that your hands and feet will find where they want to be the worst thing that will happen is you fall the best thing that can happen is you master your pop-up that is worth the falling and the failing you can't fail you can't succeed you can't learn as you get up keep all your body parts going forwards direct all your movement in the same direction that the wave and board is pushing you keep your hands eyes chin everything in front of you don't throw the arms wildly don't jump backwards just go with the direction of momentum and keep everything in front of you if you do that you're going to have so much more balance and control 
and you want to end up in neutral stance. No hinging at the hips, no weird curves or shapes. You just want to have bent knees that act like shock absorbers and then the rest of your body in a rough straight line. And finally, just take that moment to glide into the wave. Feel the wave pushing you. Know that you've got the wave. There's no need to rush. Even if the wave is racing, just learn to feel that push and energy and take your time. Make your pop-up less stress and chaotic. Just ease into it. Channel your best longboarder taking their time. Or you'll also see a lot of the pros on their shortboards. Take that little second just to observe what's going on. Read the wave. Do I want to commit? And finally, is this something you already do? And do you love it? Is this something that's made you rethink your pop-up? Is this reminded you of these same kind of technique things and you have to go back and think, wait, what am I doing? How am I moving? Am I complicating this? Can I make it simpler? I'd love to know. You can reach out anytime, message me in the app, or send an email to info.ombi.co anytime. Next week, I'm going to be diving into picking the boards you ride and why you should rethink what you prioritize in a board design. So until then, I'll see you next time.